Hello, I'm your host, Eliezer Jones, and welcome to Inspired Future, a podcast brought to you by Southern JSU Private School, where the microphones are handed over to the next generation of Jewish leaders, thinkers, and dreamers. All right, we are back at American Heritage. This time, we're not in the Butterfly Garden. We're in the library that, if you ever come, it actually still looks like it's outside. There's trees here. And we're with this awesome young man who I'm very excited to ask to introduce himself. Hello, uh, Jack Garchik. Thank you for having me, Mr. Jones. Super excited to have you. So we're going to get into some awesome conversation. But before we jump into what we're going to talk about, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself, how long you've been there in American Heritage. So my mom is good friends with this um, person who's friends with Jennifer. Okay, Jennifer's great. Yeah, yeah, nicest person. Big shout out to her. Yeah, yeah, she's (laughs) awesome. And then my mom, we did the cattle car thing. And so then... I met Solly there because my mom already like knew him. Where did you, where was the cattle car? It was at some what, somewhere in West Boca. It was like nice. For those of you who are not aware, uh, the cattle car it's a part of a program called Hate Ends Now, and it is this sort of mobile immersive experience to learn about the Holocaust, but also prejudice and hate in general. And it is a cattle car replica. Uh, just like the ones that the Jews were put in during the Holocaust to go to the camps. So it's a very powerful program, and it really goes around all over the country. So you got to experience it? Yeah, it was, it was awesome. I recommend anyone to go do that. It was, pretty, it, was, it was pretty insane. And I learned, I mean, I learned a lot there, but it just makes you realize, like, wow, how grateful, you know. That's all. So, I, I, yeah, so you go to hateendsnow.org, and you can check it out. Wow, so that's great. So that's what brought you, that's what got us connected. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's all. How long have you been at? What, what grade are you in? I'm a senior, so I graduate in like three months. Yeah. Whoa. Are so you? Then, how are you feeling about that? Feel good. I'm. I'm ready. So ready to go work. So I'm. I'm ready. What's What's next for you? Um. So I'll go to college. Probably. Probably stay local. Go to Lynn. Go to college, and then while I'm there, I'll start selling real. I'll sell real estate. Is that then, Is that an interest of yours? Yeah, I'll do that for a couple of years. Cause the so the plan is you'd be a sales associate for a few years. Nice. Then then move on to because my dad, he does commercial, he's a commercial developer, same cool. my sister. And so, like, work for one of them or work for someone like that, but then be a sales associate for a few years just to, you know, have some fun. And awesome. then eventually switch over and just try to do that commercial development. That's awesome. Well, yeah, yeah. you know what? I, I've, I've met you, like, a few weeks ago. Now, I mean, you're gonna, oh, yeah. I, I, I have no doubt you're going to be successful. Oh, no, thank you. You're, <laughs> you're, you're the best. The goal is <laughs> to be like you. Oh, well, please, please. <laughs> so, usually this podcast, I frame it around a question. So I know a little bit about the work you do. Uh, and my question is, you know, do you think um, as Jewish people, and I think this is for all human beings also, but specifically, are Jewish people encouraged, you know, to be advocates? Should we be advocates? Should we stand up for something? Um, that is my question. And before you answer, can you tell me a little bit about what you are an advocate for, what you stand up for? Yeah, I mean, I stand up. For a lot of things, I believe. I mean, I love America for one. And then USA. I, oh yeah, best country <laughs> ever. And I, I believe you know, Jewish people, you know, just be together. I think that's one reason why mm. a lot of Jewish people are where they are because we stand together. Especially, By the way, I love you said if, if you know when you get a chance to listen to the last episode, we were talking about how to fight anti-Semitism, and the message really was like we got to you know we got to stand together we got to you know be positive role models but it was about community and helping each other out and being there for each other so i love that you're you're bringing up something we talked about last time but you're right you know when we we, we come together we can make a big difference so i love yes. that so what else you are what do with you the, i uh, advocate for autism speaks too so 
Tell me about that. That's an organization. What is what is Autism Speaks, and yeah, why are you involved with it? Helps kids with um, autism. Also works on you know autism research to help cure certain you know types of autism and stuff like that. But I mean, I was with it because when I was born, I was diagnosed with autism, and then I did early intervention for four mm-hmm. years, and then I went back to Hopkins because I was born in Maryland. So oh, then nice. I went back. So then I went to Hopkins, and then they were like, they were like, we either misdiagnosed him or he outgrew it. So I did speech therapy for about yeah since the moment i guess for four years from like i guess born till four were you non-verbal at the beginning or yeah they didn't believe i was non-verbal then four oh, wow. years four years later like when i was four i, I started speaking I tell our tell our listeners what autism is because autism is a, is a yeah very called, broad right it's called right now there used to be sort of two divisions there used to be autism and asperger's and now it's autism spectrum disorder yeah spectrum being a very important word yeah what can you tell us, you know, what, you know, to our listeners, what autism is? I mean, it's very broad. People have different, you know, types of things. Like you said, Asperger's to, pe- you know, people who can't speak or there's different impediments. Like, like the brain works a little differently. Can't, you know, do certain things. But it's just, it's just broad overall. And it's just different types of, this, how do you word, disorders? Yeah, I mean, it's so, I mean, you kind of used to sort of spoke, like we're talking about not being verbal. It's, you know, this sort of this bioneurological disorder where there's this range from you can be completely nonverbal your whole life or when you're younger and there's the idea of early invent- intervention is critical. And also, you know, it could be sometimes it's some challenges with social situations, not reading cues. Um, there's repetitive behaviors, loud noises, sensory. So it's all, there's a lot of things that can make it challenging, but at the same time, there's ways to get through it and sounds like, um, sounds like in your case that you know the work that you did when you were younger made a significant difference. Yeah, speech there is like speech therapy, and then early intervention speech therapy, which made I guess a huge difference. I don't remember like a lot since you're I was probably young, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I I guess you know you remember like what one or two things when you're like four. So sure. Picked up on that. I remember a train set. I had a train set. I can't forget. <laughs> oh yeah, I had I had, a little, I had a little Thomas the Tank one. Nice. Just built like a little circle. Nice. And I, <laughs> that's a good one, right? Thomas Tank. Uh, oh yeah. It? I think I can. I think I. Can. Oh, that's a different one. Is that the? Yeah, no, that's, that's different. That's different. That, that's, different. <laughs> that's a little choo-choo something. that can. Okay. My listeners now are getting upset at me because are there are there things you still like struggle with? Um, challenges that you still work on? I mean, now it's it's just I guess stress really or it's anxiety. Okay. I, I have bad anxiety, but. I mean, now I just overcome it, like, not, I shouldn't say overcome it, but now I just, you know, help just train my mind to go do something, and I say, like, different things to help, I guess, motivate me. To have certain tools, certain oh, things. Yeah. Just but awesome. I, be- I believe it's just discipline, because it's either you want it or you don't, so if you want something, it's either, you, you know, you want it or you don't, so if you want to be That's the awesome. best, you got to, it's not. Wait, so, so let me ask, so you, you were diagnosed with this, you got early intervention things change for the better and now you're part of autism speaks so i'm sure there's plenty of people that were diagnosed with autism got help and then that's it they move on with their life you decided you know what with your experience i'm going to make a difference yeah so you became you tell me tell me i guess two things one is what autism speaks does and what your involvement is right now so what they do is they raise money for you know kids with autism and help kids with autism where they also raise money for like the research part to help try to find that like a cure, like I said earlier. And then now my involvement's more, you know, just helping the kids, just meeting with people. I'll raise money. It's amazing. Mean, raised over a million dollars. Get out of here. Yeah. Get. I. I, need I don't. Like, I, I want to push a button right I now that has I, clapping. <laughs> I don't. I don't talk about. I don't talk about that a lot. But 
Yeah. Well, we have five billion listeners. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but we will one day. But that's amazing. Wait, so oh, you've yeah. gone out and raised like f- calling family and friends, or you've done fundraisers? Yeah, fundraisers. I mean, my parents have done a little bit more of the majority, but I mean, I've gone to events, fundraisers. We well, coming Sunday actually. Really? There's a Autzen Speaks walk in by the uh, Palm Beach Amphitheater in West Palm. Wow. All right. Yeah. Starts at uh, nine. Can people still nine. sign up? You, you don't even have to sign. You just show just up. Show up. You just show so, up. So check that. I hope to actually hopefully have this out there before Sunday. So <laughs> uh, go to autismspeaks.org. Yeah, I they'll assume? have it there. Yeah. Awesome. In, so my mom is co-chairing that. Wow. Her and my dad. Well, mostly my mom, but my dad's name. So your mom, your mom is she's actively very involved big. with. She's autism. very big into it. That's yeah. awesome. So she, I, she obviously it's close to her heart. Yes. Because um, they were the ones, you know, when when I was diagnosed, we I, we reached out to them and. And Ever helped? since then, yeah, helped. I mean, good friends with the founders and stuff Amazing. like that. Amazing. So I love that. So you're actively involved with fundraising. You also mentioned, though, you hang out with kids. Like, what is that? What do you mean? Like, um, Yeah, just kids with, you know, maybe not learning disability, but like, you know, not as social, help socialize them or kids, you know. Are they are they organizing events or is it like a one-on-one? Like, how does that work? Uh, both. Like, I've, I mean, I've met kids who are, you know, have trouble making friends in school, like, yeah. like very young kids who have tr- trouble making friends friends in school and i'll hang out with them do what they like to do so i mean just again to you know um, when someone has a diagnosis of autism there's different things that there might be a challenge for them it's again social skills can be a very big challenge so they don't feel like they fit in people don't understand them so the fact to have like a buddy who's making them feel like oh somebody likes hanging out with me somebody that could make the difference and then they also learn we learn social skills through other people yeah so if someone has a challenge with that for you to get involved and put yourself in that place and say i'm going to make a social connection i mean you're changing that kid's life yeah i mean there's no there's no better feeling that when you're helping someone i mean it's crazy because i didn't really do much except just be nice to someone and yeah but by the way that is so much i mean i know it sounds like well i don't know what's a big deal i'm just being a nice person (laughs) but like we need more of that in the world. Yeah. That's awesome. So let me, you know, we talked about Judaism a little bit and like I asked like, you know, does Judaism, you know, say like we should stand up for things, we should be advocates, we should get involved. Yeah. And um, you said for like, well, we're a community, right? We yeah. got to come together. What in, I guess, in your Jewish experiences or Jewish values, did you learn or feel like, you know, I want to give back? Like where, where did Judaism play a role in that? Um. It helps a lot. I just see like my parents talk about like in our like in Judaism, you're supposed to give back automatically no matter what. Yeah. And then from seeing because my dad, you know, I learned a lot from him and a lot of people that I've met that are, you know, successful came from nothing. And yep. it just made me re- and, it ju- and they just give back because like that's really what you're supposed and they to don't, do. They don't have to. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, but I think that's important. Just seeing people help each other. I mean, just to me now that like I normalize like being nice is normal you have to be like you know yeah it's not like you have an option but just being nice and being there for people when they need someone that to me that's normal that's what you're supposed to do that's what I was I love that so I look at it like just normal normal first I hope your parents listen to this (laughs) and oh yeah um, I'll make them they they uh you know they there's a you you know I think it's a Yiddish word like nachas you ever heard of nachas shep nachas probably (laughs) basically like like they're gonna be proud listening my grandma my grandma spoke a little little Yiddish yeah 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 what I loved what you said is that you learned it from your parents oh yeah that's a very Jewish thing is that you know we we pass on the traditions right so like parents teach children then you become an adult, you yeah. teach your children. And that is a very you know Jewish idea of, it's ca- called Mesorah, it's called tradition. Yeah. Um, and I love that. And like, you know, just shout out to your parents 
because there are plenty of people in the world that they make money and they don't think about others. Like yeah. I, I guess this idea, like if, if your parents were blessed with success, yeah. you know, and then there are people in this world that unfortunately don't have success, yeah. you know, and so if someone who's blessed with success to say, I feel that way and I'm going to give to someone who yeah. is in need, that's an amazing model. And yeah. you, you've learned it by seeing yeah. that. Well, I had a football coach. You know, he wasn't the most successful guy. I mean, you know, he did pretty well and stuff, but it wasn't like, you know, super, super huge. But he always taught me, like, you know, no matter what, always help someone. And just seeing him just donate to people for, like, just for some reason or just, you know, when I see, like, people just helping each other just to help, I'm like, come on. like You you don't have to be rich to be nice. Yeah, no, you don't. don't. Uh, I'll tell you a story. I was once in New York, and I was walking street. I was hungry, and I went to the store and I was picking up some things for later some snacks yeah. and I bought two bags of Ruffles potato chips um, and I had my little bag and was coming out of the little, little bodega little st- grocery store and I saw this homeless person and you know they looked hungry they looked like they were in need and I just felt like you know what they need these potato chips more than I do and the truth is I can go back and get more so I gave them the bag with the two bags of potato chips and that was it so I walked to my and he got up and he started walking and he went sort of a block. I sort of kept, I saw him still in front of me. And he stopped at another homeless person. And he took out one of the bags and he gave it to that homeless person. Yeah. This is a person who hardly has enough to eat, yeah. who's living on the streets yeah. and still gave. Yeah, that that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. We can all give. And, you know, I think about like being an advocate and standing up. You know, Moses, right? Moshe yeah, yeah, Rabbeinu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the, one of the famous stories in the, in the Bible was that, you know, there was this, this Egyptian, this is back, back in the day, you know, way before us and he was hitting at this jewish person and most you know moses stood up and he you know he took care of this person he said you know at a risk of his own life and like that's i think it's built into our story um i heard this rabbi speak uh, just the other night and he he said that in in life the the best thing is for each person to find out their own story and as jews we find out our own story and realize that our story is in the bible it's in the torah we have to find that and then we have to respect, like, your story already is forming, and it's beautiful, and I respect it, and I appreciate oh, no. it. Thank you, thank you. Um, but I think that's that's the beauty. It's like, the Jewish people, there's so many of us. We have, yeah. But, I mean, a shout-out to other religions, too. Yeah, like, other people. Yeah, like, like, God created everybody. Yeah. And, you know, all have purpose. But yeah. we have this, this, this story, this Torah, this Bible, yeah. this, these set of values that guide us to stand up. Yeah. And I think, I got to be honest, if I'm going to walk away from this podcast, the one thing you said, you're like, yeah, I want to normalize being nice. And, and like, it's not that hard. And you're right. But unfortunately, a lot of people aren't so nice. Yeah. Let me ask you, if somebody wants to get involved with Autism Speaks, well, how could they do that? I mean, donate. You don't even have to donate. You can just volunteer or just... Go to like your local, you know, like, oh, kids with like, I guess, autism or just help people just in need, really. And then just help with the community. Just get in, just help. Just get involved. Yeah. I mean, there's this one organization I'm very close with. So I, I, I used to play a little bit of tennis nice. and it's called Love Serving Autism. Nice. And I love that. It, it's helping kids with autism play tennis and they make friends and everything. That's it's awesome. awesome. So again, back to that social piece. And I think. You know, it's it's you know, with often someone diagnosed with autism, the social piece is hard. And we see, you know, people that don't have that diagnosis, people walk around a school. This How big is this school? It's like a lot, it seems like a lot of people. I mean, yeah, it's probably uh, 20-something hundred kids. Okay, so so you got all these kids running around. Yeah. Like, you see somebody, like, there's a kid in the corner, you see they're alone, sit down with them. Yeah, exactly, like, that's what it is. Be nice. 
I, yeah. I love that. I, have you always been nice? Is that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, no. I mean, there's a little point where I was like, yeah, maybe a little mean, but I've, I've always been nice. Well, and I, now that I'm, although I doubt that they've yeah. never been mean. You just, you seem like a sweet kid. Yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah, because you never know. Like, I mean, there's actually, it's funny because I had a friend, one of my really good friends, met him uh, last year, and he was alone. You know, I went talked to him, just started social. He didn't socialize well with me. Amazing. But now he's, you know, more social, and we're like best friends. So it's it's pretty wow. it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. You never know. You're literally you're sounds like you're changing people's lives all around you. Yeah. You know you're. I mean, I will tell you, Jennifer told me you're this amazing kid, uh, and she's, she's right. She's amazing. I don't know. That's all her. I don't know if that's me, but that, that's <laughs> that's all her. Um, I love it. I love what you're doing. I love the message. I love the values that you learn from your family. Uh, I think that this notion of being nice, of standing up, of advocating, I think it is part of our story as a Jewish people. You know, I'll tell you, I'll leave you with this. So, you know, Yom Kippur? You yeah, know yeah. The, sorry, so this is like the holiest day of the year. Um, and there's this idea that you are meant to ask forgiveness, right? Right. Forgiveness from God and forgiveness from people. The one thing in all the prayers that we do in Yom Kippur are really, we're talking to God and we're like, please forgive me for this. I, I need to do better. I, but you know what you can't ask God for forgiveness for? You ready? Listening. You can't ask God for forgiveness for what you did to somebody else. So if I did something to you that needs me to apologize, I can't say, God, please forgive me for what I did to Jack. I got to go to you. Yeah. To me, that's like God can do everything. I don't yeah. understand. But no, because that human interaction, that being nice, that, social, yeah. that is so holy that even God's like, no, 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 no. I'm not intervening here. You got to do that yourself. And I always thought that was such a powerful idea. Um, which shows like that message is it's a holy act to be nice to somebody. Right. It's a holy act to say that kid looks lonely. I'm going to spend some time with them. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sit at their table at lunch. I'm going to invite them to my party. I'm going to whatever. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like you're doing it. Try. I try to. <laughs> I don't I think you're doing it. It sounds like you're living a holy life. You are. <laughs> you're an inspiration. That's uh, the bottom line. You're inspiring the you. future. You're you're inspiring, man. You're getting good people on here talking about things. I'm, I'm definitely getting good people. I'm so like this has been very exciting for me, and I'm so proud to get to meet people like you who are doing things that are making a big difference. And I really, and I guess I want to give you a bracha, a blessing that you uh, continue you. to do this. And when you go into real estate and you're making money, use <laughs> it to help people and continue to bring people closer and make them feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack. I thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for making me. Uh, Thank you. Feel a lot more hope for yeah. this world. Yeah, thank you. I mean, like, one thing that helped me is just, just learning stuff independent versus dependent. Just be independent versus dependent, yeah. and you're, you'll be fine. Yeah, and you know what? We live in a world where, like, knowledge and experience, like, so much is out there. Yeah. Um, you know, got to find that. That's why you got to go to a JSU club, right? You got to <laughs> learn all that awesome Jewish stuff. Um, there's so many opportunities. You got to go to Autism Speaks. Got to go to the website, find out what they're doing, learn how you can help. Um, but there's so much. I love it. You be independent. Um, stand up for yourself and of course others understand your story and appreciate and respect the story of others yeah um, thank you all right man thank you so thank much you.